podcast, a podcast by Vijana Tupo Initiative, where we are ensuring that you, as a young person, access all expert resources needed in business, career, and money so that you can attain economic independence. Karibu sana to the show, and let's ride along. Welcome to Youth Life Podcast by Vijana Tupo Initiative. I am your host, Agla Wandurwa, and we are going to ensure that you get access to expert resources needed in business, career, and money so that you can access, so that you can attain economic independence. Karibu sana to the show and let's ride along. Now we have the pleasure to partner with Tums.io, which has a financial app to cater for your dreams while you take care of your finances. And we're pleased to have our guest, Evans Munene, who is going to take us through budgeting today and he is a software engineer at Tunes and also part of the found, of the founding team. So Evans, thank you very much for being here and kindly introduce yourself. Uh, thank you so much Edna, for, uh, for hosting me. Uh, my name is Evans Munene. I'm a software engineer by trade and a founding member of the Tunes team. Tunes uh, is a savings application that helps people save uh, starting with as little as five shillings uh, on track to achieve financial freedom. Our goal is to build a community of savers uh, by enabling people to create financial goals and one step at a time save towards those goals. And I'm very grateful to be here. Thank you very much. So our topic right now is on budgeting. And I think we can just start by describing what a budget is. We've really heard about a budget so many times when you're going to a supermarket and you want to buy um, some products, probably a shopping list for the kitchen, you probably have a budget. So kindly explain to us what is a budget when it comes to finance? So a budget is, uh, as some would say, it is wishful thinking. It is uh, our estimation of what, of how much we think we can do with our money. So we tend to look at the things that we, often tend to spend on and we also look and, and try to match that with our own desire with our own desire for what we of how we'd like to spend our money and using somewhere in between we come up with a budget where we we break down the money that we have or typically tend to have into the various places that we allocate it so it is simply put an allocation of the money that we tend to have perhaps on a monthly basis for most people uh, who are on a salary or even for business people, um, just how the money, how, they, how their finances are allocated should uh, income come in. Yeah, okay. So it does depend on the kind of money that you have at that particular time. And so it does bring this question of what kind of questions should you ask yourself before creating a budget? Because you need to ask yourself, um, one, should I finish all the money that I have at hand? How much should I put into whatever I'm trying to uh, buy or allocate into my budget? So what are the kind of questions that one should ask themselves before they actually draft that kind of budget they're creating? Yes. I think the, the primary thing that someone first needs to have is a sense of direction for where your life is going in the sense that um, what are my goals? What is my goal for this year? Not just for this month. What is my goal for this year? What is my goal in the next five years? What is my goal for in the next 10 years? You know, our, our goals could be so different 
um, from person, goals are so different from person to person, and that translates themselves in, in, in vastly different ways in how we budget. So for someone who is planning to start a business, uh, they, need to, they need to set up a lot of money in advance just before they can start. Whereas for someone who's perhaps saving for retirement, they can take a much more easy approach and just put a small amount of the money aside. If someone is just content with living happy, then you know they don't even need to think about budgeting at all. They can just uh, go go life on autopilot. So the first thing that everyone needs to have is a sense of direction. What are the goals? What are the things that I'm chasing for? And this directs how I spend not just my money but also my time. But it's just for the sake of this um, for the sake of this podcast, we are, we are looking at uh, finances. So if you have a sense of direction, this helps to prioritize. Then the other thing is, you know, what are the things that I value? Do I value uh, eating healthy? Eating healthy comes at a cost. Do I value transport? Do I, doesn't mean that I need to drive a car. Or if I don't have a car, doesn't mean that I'm always taking a taxi to work uh, and back. What, what are the things that I value? Do I value friendship? Am I someone who's always trying to, to hold parties and have this, or maybe not party, but just, having, um, spending time with people uh, around me and the things that you value and also the things that, the, the things that you're aiming for will tend to give you a good estimation for how you set your budget. Of course, there's also the realities of life, how much I may actually earn. And that's where, uh, you know, the rubber meets the road, so to speak. Yeah, so it does depend on how much you do have at hand, what is important at this time like in uh i should be able to summarize number one this is important for me at this time i can forego this and so that's really um a nice approach to that now we do understand that there are irregular expenses where you cannot just um fix a certain amount to things so how do you make sure that you stick to your budget while you still have some things like school supplies car maintenance clothing etc like you do want to have a particular budget, like I cannot allocate this particular price because some things do fluctuate, some things I cannot control. So how do you make sure that things will still go in range and you do not have control over some things? Yes, you, you are right that there are a number of things that are beyond our control that we cannot plan for or even anticipate. Some things come just as a surprise to us. However, I think I'd like, I'd like to, to put it uh, to you that for most things we actually have a sense a good gauge for how things tend to go um, I don't know how much exactly I'll spend in, in health or, or, or on dental next this coming month because I don't know if I'm going to have a toothache this coming month but I do know that I'm going to be paying rent because I live in a house um, I do know that I'll be buying food I don't know of, uh, that I'll be paying for transport because I have to travel to and from work and so we first we first move from the things from the like from the known to the unknown, and then as we do that, we get a good sense of these are the things that I know for a fact I'll be spending on. So can I am I making the most out of that? And then for the things that I'm not spending on, can I then introduce a, a buffer, so to speak? Am I able to set some money aside in the knowledge that I can I know that within the next few months something very random will happen, something very unexpected will happen. And so if I have some money aside specifically for things that are unexpected, then for, I can be able to weather the storm uh, 
should such a certain yeah occurrence happen. Of course, we can never be truly ready for anything. I mean, uh, you, you we hear of something like natural disasters when a tree falls in falls on a house or on a car. Like there's there's nothing you could have done to to actually anticipate that. But for the most things, we're actually able to to get a sense for how much or how likely something is to happen. And it is it is that that we create our budget. As you had said, a budget is wishful thinking. It's not a guarantee that that's how you spend your money, but it's it's a it's a guide. It's a map to help you make the most out of the the money that you have. Yeah, that does make sense. So starting from what you do know, um, you can you know just give a particular range, and I like that. It does make sense. So it has brought some aspect of, you know, having an emergency thing where you have talked about, I don't know whether next month I'm going to have a, a toothache. So there are some instances where you have not um, put into consideration that next month I might be sick and it does happen. There are some things we do not anticipate for and you need, you know, you, you get to a point where you need to spend money on some things that you have not anticipated for. And so what is your take on creating an emergency savings plan for rainy days? Creating a savings plan for saving days is, is, is essentially crucial. Um, like I said, we, we don't know what is unlikely, what is likely or not likely to happen, but we do know that something very unexpected is likely to happen in the course of the year, or in the course of the month. So even though I don't know what is going to happen, I do know that I can prepare myself should anything of that nature arise, of course, within certain limits. Uh, there's some things that can come up and adjust too much. Um, after all, usually hear about you know things such as hospital bills that are in the millions, and perhaps there's no sure way of expe expect anticipating something like that to happen. But we can try our best to set to always have some money aside in the knowledge that there's something very unexpected, there's something that is uh, perhaps will be urgent that I need to address. And, and so it will be naive to just fix your budget on the things that you know are going to be expenses and not expect something out of the blues to come up. So having a savings plan for the unexpected is very crucial. Okay, yeah. So, um... I do understand that it is very crucial. And just like when we talked about savings from the previous episode, it's usually hard sometimes to make sure that you're sticking to a plan. You know, you're saving and you're not taking money from that saving. So if when it also comes to budgeting, it's also sometimes hard to make sure that you're sticking to your budget, you're living by means, you're not, you know, going beyond that so how do you make sure that you're creating a perfect okay let me not even say perfect but let me just say how do you make sure that you're creating a very nice budget and you're sticking to that budget so what are the kind of precautions that you should put in measure to make sure that you you stick to that kind of budget that you have in plan and that it's actually not very 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 ambitious because some budgets might be in place that are too ambitious we have been in instances where we are setting goals that are too ambitious and we end up not attaining them. So how do you make sure that your budget is something that's attainable, that it's something that you can stick to and, you know, go forward with it for, for a very long time? I think a, a good budget is one that is 
first and foremost, honest. Um, typically, if you if you need to budget, it probably means that you don't have so you don't have the, the kind of abundance that would let you have your cake and eat it too. It probably means that you are you are, you are stuck within uh, some constraints, and I think everyone uh, fundamentally know, knows that that usually we have. We typically have to. We typically have more months at the end of our money than the other way around. So it first comes from a place of honesty because you have to look at the things that you're doing and truly set, ask yourself like, is it is it truly is, is this truly the best way to spend my money? Uh, I remember when when I was, when I, when we were working on on uh, chums in the in the, the in the earlier during the earlier years. One of the things that we used to do is we'd go out for lunch every every day. And as I was looking at my finances and thinking about how I can save more and you know, just have something for rainy days or even for investing in the future, I truly had to ask myself and say, do I really need to be spending this much on lunch every day? Can I instead just carry packed food? Can I instead do this instead, instead of something that I'm currently uh, doing? And so it is when we are honest with ourselves that we look at how we'd like to spend our money and critique. And there are things that our budget is something that is constantly changing. Uh, our needs are never the same. Uh, we've seen how the cost of living has been going up. I can't use the same budget that I had last year in December, even though it may be just a few months ago, because things have been fluctuating. And so it needs to be flexible to some extent. It, you shouldn't set... Uh, a budget that is too granular that accounts for every single shilling, because then you're very likely to be uh, swayed one or the other. I mean, you'll just be today you'll be an amatato and you'll find out that because of because it's the rainy season or yeah because it's out is that there's a shortage, uh, the fare has doubled, and that was something that you weren't expecting. And so when it comes to budgeting, you really need to don't be too granular, be within a certain, give yourself some breathing room because we, again, we understand that uh, many unexpected things happen. You need to be honest with yourself so that you can be able to critique uh, places where you're not spending money wisely. And you also need to be flexible such that uh, perhaps this month I might need to spend more on clothing, but typically if I buy new, if I buy a, a set of clothes this month, I probably don't need to buy one in the coming one, in the coming next month. So in the next month, I want to budget for clothes. I may just I'll be able to use that money somewhere else. And so I think those are some of the fundamental things that are taken into consideration while building a budget. And a budget is also something that you do every month. You don't have a de facto budget because then it can be easy to overestimate how much or underestimate how much you're going to spend on a certain area. So think about uh, as, as your income is coming in, think about this the coming month. What are the things that you know you're going to be spending on like if you know one of your friends is having a wedding and you're going to be you're going to be in attendance and you're going to need to carry a gift think about that and, and then work backwards and think okay if i know i'm going to be spending five thousand more this month where is it coming from because it's obviously going to come out of the other buckets of the other things that you that you have uh, that you had budgeted for and typically what tends to suffer is our savings it's the investment that we make in our future and that's why many people aren't even saving to begin with, because the attitude that, that we tend to have is that I will I will save after I'm done spending. Whereas that's 
that's backwards. I should have first saved and then spent everything else after I've made sure that I have first secured my future. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's nice. Well, you, okay. <laughs> You've mentioned that I first spend and then I save, and that's not really how it, it should go. One should first save and then continue with spending. That's really important. So what should one avoid when creating a budget? Sort of like the kind of mistakes that people make and should be avoiding when creating a budget and something that's often done. Uh, I think the first mistake is to be too optimistic about, about uh, one's sense of discipline. We often tend to think that, you know, I'll be so good with money. I'm going, I'm going to be so strict. I won't spend more than this on, on, on shoes or I won't, I won't spend more than this. And if you can be honest, it's very easy to find yourself where, you know, I have seen something and it, it, it's, it's, it's really nice. I'm going, to, I'm going to purchase it for myself. So we need to be a bit more pessimistic and to realize that, yeah, I know I'm not good. I may not be the most disciplined person. And so I need to put guardrails against that. It, it is very helpful to be to make your money as inaccessible as possible in the sense that um, I mean Mpesa is such a it's such a, a great innovation in that I can be able to pay immediately but the, 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 the downside of that is that if I, if I have all my money in Mpesa it's, it's so easy to just spend in fact a friend of mine who was giving financial advice was telling people try as much as possible to have your money in cash. So that even as I'm spending, I can, I can literally see uh, my money as it leaves my hand and get that mental note that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not running less on what I had before. Whereas if you have it, I mean, our apps are great and all, but it's so easy to kind of not see that when I'm sending, for, for me, sending 500 and sending 5,000 from Mpesa, it just feels like it, it has the same experience, whereas the, the effect can be vastly different. So don't be a bit pessimistic, understand your limitations. Secondly, try to make your, your money as inaccessible as possible so that you don't, you can, you can breathe um, or you can think about something that you're about to spend on. Uh, something that I, uh, over the years, even as we're working, as we're building tombs, is that I've been trying different budgeting strategies and different um, spending strategies. One of the things that, I was trying was I'd put all my money in tombs uh, because I know that for us, we had, we had a policy of uh, 48 hours. And so I'd only have enough to, to go by on, uh, from, a, on a, from a day-to-day or a week-to-week perspective, but not more than that. And so whenever I needed to make an, uh, an expense, I'd, I'd actually have to think about it. And I knew that I'd have 48 hours to just, uh, you know, reason and if it's not that important, I could, I could even just, uh, you know, cancel. But it kept me from making impulse decisions. And so one, one of the ways that you can protect yourself from, from going straight far from your budget is to try to put as much distance in between you and your money as possible. The other thing, as you said, save first, then spend later. That's why you have the budget to begin with. So that you can set money aside and know that specifically this money is for X and Y. And so if I'm taking money from here to spend on somewhere else, I know that I am failing. And I can now be more aware of the times that I am straying away from the goal. Because like I said, we're humans. We, we make mistakes and it's, it's not easy to be disciplined. 
sometimes you just want to you know take it easy uh but remember the people who suffer the most us because it tends to be our savings it tends to be our investment our future that has to pay for our past okay that that is really <laughs> that is really impressive i do, i do i do like that and the fact that you're talking about that um having a budget is also coming in with goals right you're making a budget because you do have a goal to make sure that you're making you're making sure that i'm spending this amount of money on this this and this and that and i don't want to overspend and so how do you make sure that you have financial goals i think we can talk about that um how do you create this kind of goals that you have a nice financial goal that's that's achievable and realistic yes so financial goals can look can be different from person to person like i said you might find someone who has a goal to start a business and someone else who just has a goal of retirement i think one goal that you can all strive for regardless of what the path that our lives can take is that we should all strive to be financially independent and financially financial independence means that i don't have to work to make money so if i'm able to set aside some amount every month and have that in a kind of an investment i'll be able to at the age of retirement because again as you talked about talked about in a previous episode time is your friend you have to be putting as much aside for your future so that when you get to a point where you know when you're old and your body you don't have the same kind of youth or productivity that you had uh, years back you are still able to earn a living without having to put in the effort so i think financial independence is something it's a goal that everyone can strive for now some are able to achieve it much much faster i mean if you have if you are in a well paying job you should not uh, you, you should not waste that opportunity do as much as possible to have that money committed and reduce the amount of time it takes to financial independence however on a on a day to day basis or on a, like a month to month basis we still have small goals or small projects we need to work on and so it's good to again at the, be, be, before you earn at the beginning of every month before you earn your, your money or before you start spending your income first think of your goals what are the things i'm i'm trying to work towards what are the things i'm trying to achieve so if i'm trying to achieve if i need to buy something if i'm trying to go on a vacation at the end of the year i shouldn't try to save that the money for that vacation in november i should start in january so every month i can just be putting 5000 aside or something so that when it gets towards the end of the year i'm not panicking i'm not all over the place yeah yeah that's that's pretty nice i like that the goal is not like just a short term goal but you're creating something that's going to benefit you at the end you know in the long run when you had enough of saving in the end that's really impressive um i think we've talked enough about um budgeting about goals and that was really nice we did have the first episode where we talked about saving and it's like a continuation we're talking we're talking about saving how you should be able to save how to save how um to continue about it um on we also did talk about investment a little bit and then we did talk about budgeting in this episode and a little bit about goals and even you can tell us a little bit about um about you know like what you have as we end our episode because we're nearing the end anything else you'd like to add before we end 
Uh, perhaps I just iterate what we had talked about in what we had said in the previous episode that um, this isn't a hard thing to do. It's not. It's it's, it's not small, and it's. But however, it's not something that is difficult to get started with. However, the payouts and the 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 benefits you get if you can try to to be disciplined now is 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 just vast. The the benefits you get from starting an investment early enough. The benefits of knowing that I never have to wake up to work, or if if you're stuck in, a, in you know in like a job that that is really painful or it doesn't bring that level of fulfillment, then you should be making investments now so that your that your future self will be glad that you took the that you made the sacrifices, uh, you know at this point. Uh, my friend always says that the the beginning of of anything beautiful is always ugly. And so, the beginning of uh, uh, life towards financial freedom is will always is always going to be hard because you have to make sacrifices. You have to be honest, and you have to put some things aside. But the benefits are well worth the effort. Yeah, it really is. Thank you so much, Evans. This was really productive, and I feel like our listeners do have a lot of grasp on savings. And it was really interesting to understand that you can start saving as little as you can. And that this is not um, that this is actually something that's goal oriented. That you can start saving, and in the end, it's going to result into something much bigger than you did think it would. So that's really impressive. Anything you'd like to talk about uh, about Tunes app and the, the products, the services that you do have? Yes. So as as I said before, Tunes is a savings application. We help you create uh, those goals that we have talked about. So be it something small as a couch or something big as land, we can be able to accommodate a wider range, a wider view of goals. And people can start saving with at least as five shillings. And we can use the features on our app that helps it easy for you to save uh, even as you're spending. So please check it out. Uh, and we'd like to hear from users. We'd like to see people achieve their goals. And if I can give you a testimonial, we saw one, there was a user who, on our platform was only saving about 50 shillings a day. And they, they got to a point where they were able to put around 18,000. And for us, it was such a shock because what's, what's, what might seem as a very small saving or a very small step that this user was making tended to have such vast, such great uh, uh, effects uh, at the end. So never despise small beginnings. Wow, I do like that. Like in the end, they were able to save so much. And it's something that you don't, you know, you just don't think about. You just put in as little as you can. And in the end, you do have some some that you can actually do something with. I do like that. You just save the little that you can at a particular time, and it does sum up to something that you can do something with. That is pretty nice. Thank you so much, Evans, again. Well, there you have it, guys. This was a very interesting episode on budgeting and goals. Thank you so much, Evans, again, and I hope you all enjoyed this episode, and it was the part two. Um, you can catch us on our social media platforms at Vijana Tupo Initiative and on our website. Thank you so much, and goodbye.